Welcome to the Vitality Coach Podcast with me, your host, Nikki Fogden-Moore. Join me for celebrity interviews, behind-the-scenes training sessions, combined with practical advice on how you can feel fantastic. Tune in for easy-to-implement tips and tools on healthy food and fitness. Learn how to look and feel your personal best without turning your life upside down. Welcome to Feeling Fantastic. Welcome back, guys. It has been a long time between podcasts. I'm your vitality coach, Nikki Fogden-Moore, and thank you for being patient while we worked away on a whole lot of uh, fantastic projects. I've also been doing some intensive personal coaching with some amazing clients, and I just want to say thank you, and it's great to have you back. It's great to be back. I'm recording this from Byron at Byron Resort and Spa in the hinterland of Byron Bay, New South Wales, Australia, and you may catch a hint of bird life in the background but that's about all you'll hear at the moment as it is just the ultimate spot for tranquility. I'm about to kick off another individual retreat uh, for another super high achiever. And before I did that, I wanted to create a podcast to kick off 2015. This podcast today is pretty much about the importance of loving the people that you work with. And when you have that chemistry, whether it's a client or a supplier or those that are you're in partnership with, the importance of really having a resignation together, a connection together and understanding of what you both stand for. Um, so this is all about mutual admiration and why it's so important to be able to receive advice as well as give advice, but respect those that you work with. So thanks for tuning in. Don't forget at the end of this podcast, I will be putting in some new links and letting you know what's coming up with Vitality, the book, the Vitality Tour. And you can hop online to get the free Vitality Roadmap four-week program that is thevitalitycoach.com.au forward slash the Vitality Roadmap. So it's all free, four weeks, all yours. Anytime you click reply in those emails, you get directly back to me and I personally respond. So I'd love your feedback. For those of you that are doing the Vitality Roadmap, thank you as we build something completely new before we have the big online international program. It's been great to have you with me and also to get your feedback and find out what your biggest challenges are. Therefore, guys, let's rip into today and I want to talk about the collaboration aspect, whether or not you have been coached or you are a leader in your organization or just the fact that you're running the family household. There is nothing more important than having a mutual admiration society. And uh, Janine Garner from Me to We, the book that was published by Wiley, she's actually founder of Little Black Dress Group, talks about the importance of collaboration. We do a lot of work together. We're just about to launch a leadership retreat, a business vitality program. And we had a conversation over a coffee the other day about how really fantastic it is that you can achieve greatness when you're working with people that you genuinely have a connection with and you genuinely enjoy. And this really, really goes back to the five elements of a winning week and designing the life that you love. You need to be working with and spending time with people that are positive in your life, with people that contribute, uh, even if it's a client or someone that you're working with or your team member, are they stepping up and meeting you halfway? And um, thanks to one of the girls, I think it was Carolyn Dean or Beck Amos, who said she saw a sign that said you have to be a participant in your own rescue. And this is absolutely true. You can listen and download and read and you can do as many courses as you want. But if you're not willing to meet your manager, yourself, your family member, your spouse, your partner, or those that are trying to lift you up halfway, you will not get there. So my biggest advice to you is if you do want to take your life to the next level, is be a willing participant in that journey and don't just wait for someone to fix it. You can design the life you want. 
And in today's podcast, I want to give you my top five tips on finding your dream team in terms of mutual admiration society. The first thing is you need to know what your important values are. You need to have your values aligned, whether you are from different backgrounds or you know, different nationalities, different religions, it really does not matter. It's all about your values with those that you work with. So for example, my values are uh, a sense of um, loyalty and connection. I really, really find that really important. A sense of community is really important. A sense of culture, authenticity, integrity, and honesty are really important to me as well, as well as energy and passion. So I really support those that I work with that have the energy and the drive to do things. And those are values which I It's not just about money. It's not just about shiny objects. It's really about are you living the best version of yourself and are you being authentic? So make sure when you're choosing people to work with, whether or not they're an expert in their field or they're your manager or even your spouse, have a discussion. Say, hey, what values are we aligning with that will make our communication easier? And also know that we're really just going to get each other. It makes the whole process so seamless. And this means even when you come down to setting your five elements of a winning week at home with your spouse or with your partner or with your kids, you've got to be able to say why it's important to you that you need to schedule in some time for yourself, why health and fitness is important, why family is important, and those people understand your reasons behind it, that your values supersede the need to over-explain anything because people just understand. And often we get miscommunication and we have a lot of conflict with people when our values don't align. I can also put a link back on my show notes to the values chart and talking in the previous podcast with Mike Duff about the importance of mindset and aligning to your own values. First of all, maybe it's a good idea to go back and figure out what your actual values are rather than projecting onto other people and getting annoyed for them for not stepping up. Why not press pause and say, what are the values that are most important to me at at this time? What really is the driver behind the reasons that I'm working so hard, that I want to put time and energy into my health and well-being, and who can I spend time with that actually reflects those values authentically? So not just via social media or not just how they dress or how they walk or how they talk, but their actions. Are people really following up with their actions on what they proclaim their values really are? So the number one rule for um, mutual admiration, dream team, collective and collaboration on working with your teams and bringing people close into your journey uh, is values. The second thing that's really important for your mutual admiration society is to not be afraid to celebrate small wins. So when you're working together, it's being there for each other for the good and the bad times. For my clients, we have weekly catch-ups and we have weekly milestones. So when you've done your 90-day program or your 90-day planning and you work out what your 30-day plan from it is each week, You have three or four tasks in your week that are all working towards your 90-day plan. Now, you need to celebrate when every week you spend enough time of at least three key focused elements that are all contributing to that 90-day plan. And if you can do that without getting distracted and without shiny object syndrome, you deserve to be rewarded for that. That is about changing habits. So your mutual admiration society, your dream team, your coach, your partner, your manager, you should be able to go to them and say, you know what? I just did my three things on my list and they're going to go fantastic. So it's been able to share the joy, share the milestones and not be embarrassed about that. We need to celebrate the small wins. It is so, so crucial. And the flip side of that, celebrating the wins is number two. Number three is being able to show your vulnerability. 
So I know that I can't coach people on an individual basis or with retreats unless they're absolutely prepared to be themselves around me. And I am so lucky to work with clients that I have a very, very long-term relationship with that have turned into really good friends and really feel part of my family because we have an authentic connection. And that authentic connection enables them to just be, to take off the filters, to not worry about what's been said and just finally just be themselves. Now that is a really, really powerful and unique opportunity just to shed all the filters, the scales, the barriers, the roadblocks we put up around us and authentically be ourselves to say, hey, you know what? I don't feel good about that. Something is just grating away at me. I just can't get over it or I'm having a really shitty day. Um, you know, I'm, or sometimes I ask my clients to just text me if they're like, bah, they're just feeling bad. They don't have to explain anything. So part of a collaboration and part of having your mutual admiration society is that you can be there for each other and show complete vulnerability without it going anywhere. So you've got your values aligned, you've got your celebrating your milestones without being embarrassed, but actually that person should be really, really excited for you that you, that you are actually achieving those milestones along the way. And the ability to show vulnerability when you get challenged, when work is busy, when life takes over and all these things try and creep in and distract you from your 90-day goals, you can show vulnerability and say, I'm really not doing as well as I hope to help. And that person that is working with you, that partner, that friend, that manager, that leader will step in and say, let's talk about it. What do you need? Don't worry, you're not alone. Whatever it else is going to be that will help you feel fortified and supported during that time. So those are three really, really key things. And you've got to ask yourself with anyone that you're giving your time to, that you're giving your money to, that you're providing a service to, or you're actually taking the service from, are they living up to these three pillars already? Values, celebrating milestones and small wins together, showing vulnerability. For example, with suppliers, if something goes wrong, you need to be able to talk about it and say, hey, you know what? That didn't work out so well. What can we assess to improve this? And how can we do it better next time? So you're getting rid of the defensiveness. You're diffusing a time bomb and people operating out of fear because you have a genuine respect and alignment of values. It enables you to communicate clearly. It is just so refreshing. And you know that you're all working towards the common good, which is really, really important. So when things go wrong, you should be able to sit down with these people, whoever they are in your life, and say, you know what, we need to review last week. Whether it's a person that you employ a contractor, a trainer, a coach, whether it's your CEO, you need to be able to feed up and feed sideways in any angle in a way that is open communication and with alignment. The fourth tip for having your mutual admiration society in an authentic way is also just being able to be yourself. So for example, if you know that you can pick up the phone and talk through some ideas and then follow it up with an email because you know that confidentiality is just an unwritten rule and being able to be yourself, it's very, very important. Often we're so afraid to give away ideas. We're afraid to talk about our dreams and our wishes. We're afraid to talk to our spouse about a big up and coming challenge because they think we'll take it the wrong way. So we have all these stories in our head which actually prevent us from just clear and open communication and being ourselves. So try and detract from the stories that you tell yourself and just be in the moment and think, what do I really need this person to understand at the moment? What do I really want? And am I being honest or am I darting around the corners? Because if you're not telling people what you really need, you'll get what you're given nine times out of 10 that isn't going to feel fulfilling. So Mutual Admiration Society 
it gives you a chance to actually put up a red flag and say, you know what, long term, this is really what I'm working towards. And you know it's a safe environment to do that. You know that you can talk to your spouse about the fact that maybe you don't want to move to a different country or a different city and you're not going to be afraid of repercussions if you were to actually have that discussion. So you should be able to be you around that person. And for me, sometimes when I'm running retreats with clients, I say bring your baggy clothes, your comfortable gear, um, your, your flat shoes because we're going to do two days of amazing immersion amongst nature. We're going to have some amazing food and we're going to have some luxury, but we're going to have some simplicity. And often they're like, what do I pack? I don't know what to pack. And they start freaking out and they have to control everything and say, just less is more. So if you can just be self, self sort of hold a mirror up and say, what do I really need to be focusing on? Is this really important right now? Am I telling the truth or am I wrapping cotton wool around a story? How can I communicate in a more clear and authentic um, and straightforward approach to those that I really care and love and collaborate with. It's very, very important. And you'll be surprised at the results. One of the segues to this is if you do have a rough period in your life and maybe you're working with a mentor or you have reached out to a friend and, and they all text you back and they say, hey, call on us anytime. And then you try and set lunches or something like that and it doesn't work out for a long time. Don't just be clear to them. So maybe they don't realize that you need them right now. And it's absolutely okay if that person has reached out and said, you can call me anytime that you do that because those people that authentically mean that will be there for you. So if you do need help straight away or if you are having um, a position struggle inside your work or you need to look at what your next steps are, find your mentor, talk to them and say, hey, you know what? This can't really wait. I need to talk about this within the next 72 hours. Can we book a phone call? It's stepping up and allowing yourself to be met halfway uh, rather than resenting the fact they weren't stepping in and reading your mind, for example. We don't quite have that telepathic ability yet. So be kind to those that you work with and make sure you're giving them the information that they need to do a great job for you and with you. That is so, so important. Uh, And the number five um, point that I always come back to, and this just want to put that out there, this is a really personal pillar for me. So you know, you you might think you're already doing it or whatever else, but it's giving back. It's saying thank you. I don't think we genuinely say thank you enough. If it's a, a handwritten card, a sticky note on someone's computer, a note on the fridge for your spouse, a note for your kids when they've actually cleaned up their rooms, when people do actually step up and give you the behavior that you're so hoping for, reward them with little things. You know, be genuinely supportive of the fact they actually did it. Don't just move on to the next thing. So when you're working with your dream team, you know, the wonderful thing about Little Black Dress Group and these incredible entrepreneurial women, but also some of the software companies I'm working with at the moment um, and the guys that are coming to the dude retreat, you know, the wonderful thing is they all aren't afraid to say thank you. And they do it in a fantastic way. It could be sent a bottle of Moet champagne Or it could, as I said to you before, just be a pink sticky note on someone's desk to say, hey, mate, thanks so much. That was awesome. Don't forget about the power of simplicity of following up when things do go your way and recognizing those small things because it's those milestones and celebrating those wins and feeding back on when someone has actually been there for you that helps cement that relationship and it helps them feel um that they're not taken for granted. It helps give the authenticity back, authenticity back, and it helps you know as well that you're just taking a moment out to actually recognize that you've got great people around you. 
uh, a little side tip I do is I send thank you cards or hi cards or notes for no particular reason. I actually love to write letters. I've been writing cards, although um, if you ask Lane, she'll probably tell you that my handwriting is absolutely illegible. So good thing I have a, um, a sender stamp on the back so they can know who it's come from. But that's not the point. The point is I sit down, I take time to write a postcard to my clients, to my friends, to my family, um, and to those that have just popped into my head. And it's that old kind of style post. It's not an email, and that's fine too, or a text. But if you do spare some time to pull some really cool cards out and just send some snail mail off in the world, you will be surprised at the impact you can make with those around you that maybe you haven't been in contact with for a long time. Or even if you're in regular contact with that person or a manager has shown you fantastic leadership and ability to help you pursue the goals that you want and the job that you want, send them a note. I mean, it's it's very, very inexpensive. It's a moment of your time and it has an amazing, amazing impact. So you've got your values aligning, you're celebrating your milestones and your small wins together, you're showing your vulnerability and reaching out, you're being authentic and asking for help in a clear way that people can actually be there for you. And number five, you're saying thank you. Those are five really, really great ways to generate lasting collaborative relationships where you mutually admire each other. You wouldn't be working together unless you had that mutual respect. So work on that, cultivate it. Don't get too dragged off with other people as you succeed that want to be part of everything. Remember those that have been with you on the journey from the start and that are still there with you. Celebrate those people and thank them and see what you can do for them as well. Um, I know that there was a couple of questions coming in from the Vitality Roadmap and one of them was, how do I ask my husband <laughs> to come home earlier for work and cook dinner one night a week? So, well, that's, you know, a really, maybe just be exactly clear and say could you please come home one night a week on time and cook dinner it would really help me out it would reduce my stress it would allow me to have some time allow me to sleep better it would really show support it's all how you communicate if you stand at the doorway and whinge at someone when they're coming in they're not going to want to step up but if you have a grown-up conversation about what you really need and give people time to answer and give people time to come back to you you generally be very, very pleasantly surprised by the results. So remember, if you don't ask, you won't get. And don't put it in bubble wrap. Don't wrap it in layers of tissue and other meaning. Really be honest with where you're at and where you need people to help you. And celebrate those that do. Um, I hope that you get some inspiration from figuring out that it's okay to have a mutual admiration society. And it's not about social media tagging and keeping up appearances, but it's actually about recognizing those incredible individuals that are working with you on a personal level, a business level, an entrepreneurial level, and, you know, a bigger picture thinking level that will help you celebrate and design the life that you want, and you will be doing the same for them as well. And it's a really, really exciting period. So have a think after this podcast and think, who do I have around me that really is part of this journey, that really shares my values, it shares my drive, that shares my passion. And if you come away from that thought process and you think, geez, I really don't know anyone that does do that, it's time to start investigating, reaching out to new communities, joining new business clubs, and thinking about how can you build the right people around you and where are those people and what are you looking for? And that all goes back to what are your values and why are you doing this? So, so important. Um, so I'm going to link back on the show notes, the vitalitycoach.com.au forward slash mutual admiration society or forward slash 
I think episode 45, to the values with Mike Duff, celebrating milestones. I'll give you a link to the free four-week vitality roadmap program. Um, And also, I would love to get your feedback. So please ignite, engage, get involved, have a conversation with me. Remember, this is all about designing the life that you want and forging ahead rather than looking back and thinking about what's gone wrong. Think about what you want to create in the future. It's so good being back on the air. I can't wait to introduce you some incredible guests for 2015. I'm looking forward to recording from all sorts of corners of the world, from Fiji to Santa Barbara to Hawaii and also to Byron Bay that I'm doing so right now. And on a last note, I want to say thank you to those people around me, including my clients. Um, You know, we do great work together because we trust each other and we show vulnerabilities and we have open conversations and that's why we do extraordinary things. We create extraordinary change and we create a fantastic shift because of that. So thank you for being open and thank you for coming however you found me and the fact that we've been able to generate this incredible connection. So to Mark, to Louise, to Debbie, um, also to Richard, to Ross uh, and to Alison, uh, to Anastasia, to Janine, to Alicia, to Lane, um, to all the people that I've been working with closely. Thank you so much to my suppliers as well and to a lot of the ambassador partners that I'm working with, to Chris Barry from Tara Wolf. I want to say thank you so much to the crazy Greg and Nathan from Body Science. You guys are extraordinary and um, shared nuttiness always helps. I can't wait to meet new people and introduce you to the new people in my team as well, uh, to Katie, to Sasha and Lena and to Craig and all the people that have been making the experiences for my clients. Just very, very five-star. Thank you, guys. Here's to a great journey and mutual admiration society to have fun and celebrate what you love and work on the areas you want to improve on. Links will all be in the show notes. Send me your comments. Review on iTunes, the Vitality Coach podcast. I can't wait to connect this year. And remember, you can design the life that you want. Thanks for tuning in. For all the show notes from this episode, tips, tools, and also my eBooks, hop online to www.thevitalitycoach.com.au. As always, health and happiness.